So I was great. It's a Monday. It is right? a Monday. We had to delay uh, the podcast for your Super Bowl. Yeah, we did. And boy, howdy. We'll get to that. We will. Um, but it's Monday, and I came home from work, and I was like, I don't want to cook anything. So I ordered pizza. Oh, yeah. From Jets. Uh, which good I don't it. have Jets often. Um, I don't... But here, they don't... Here's why we don't have Jets often. I'm not, I, I've, I've cracked this code. Yeah. Jets is phenomenal, but it's also like $30 for one pizza. Yes. And you're oh like, oh my God. I, I can literally, like, we talk all the time about Little Caesars being like made for the value prop. Like, is it good pizza? Yeah. No. But is it $5? Hell yeah. Like, Jets is on the complete opposite side. Like, if you want quality takeout pizza, Jets. But yeah, but you're paying for it. And it's still like you're not getting local pizza shop good pizza. It's still like right. you know, takeout pizza. Mass produced pizza. Yeah. yeah. Uh so I got a gluten-free pizza and some turbo sticks. Ooh. Which were delightful. And I gave one to Cora, a turbo stick and a slice of pizza. Jokes on me because then she was like, I I don't want this pizza. I want the delicious cheesy breadstick. Of course she did. Who wants yeah. the gluten-free? I know why you have to get it, but given the <laughs> option. And she was eating the breadstick, just gnawing on this breadstick, ate it, has been chewing on it for like a half an hour. It was like this little nub, you know, maybe half an inch. She just got it in her hand. She decides she wants to dance. So she's dancing with Kayla, and Kayla's like, oh, can I eat your breadstick? And Cora puts it in her mouth, right? Just shoves it in her mouth. <laughs> and then Cora says, nay, nay. I want that back. Oh, no. And opens up Kayla's mouth and reaches in Kayla's mouth and grabs it back out and then proceeds to finish the breadstick. Joe, kids are disgusting. Why do we do this? Kids are so gross. Kids are disgusting. <laughs> oh, that's so disgusting. Yeah. They're weird. Kids are... I tell you what. Ben, not necessarily grab it out of your mouth and and eat it, but Ben will, like... No matter what happens to the food, it's still going to get eaten. Dropped on yeah. the floor, going to get eaten. The dog ate half of it, still going to get eaten. Dog gnawed yeah. on it, didn't want it, still going to get eaten. Yeah, just a dog? Probably, the dog's probably going to get eaten. The dog's going to get eaten? Kids are gross, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Joe Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, I'm really great. So, normally we do our cold open, then we just right into the podcast, you know, like professionals. Yeah. Um, But I needed, I wanted a, a beer. I have beer in the fridge, and I wanted one, so I was like, oh, I want to get a beer while we record. You're an adult. I'm an adult, I can do that. Yeah. But I took a sip of it as I'm coming down the stairs, and I didn't think of how risky that was until, like, I, I had already happened. But, like, when you move the beer and you're also going downstairs. Oh, uh, no. So, but luckily it didn't, it didn't explode. I'm okay. It, okay. Didn't, it didn't create a oh. fountain, but boy, has that happened to me too many times, and I, I was very <laughs> nervous. Um, Jump great. That's good. That's good. I want to play real quick what's on Jared's desk because I just see a bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce just sitting there. Hashtag not spons. 
non non spawn. <laughs> so Katie went to the mall today. So it's Katie's spring break this week. Um, yeah. So her and Ben went to the mall for the vibes, um, as you do. And yeah. But the only Chick Fil A around here is the mall. So she's like, I'm going. I'm gonna get Chick Fil A. And I was like, Yeah, absolutely. Right. So bring me home some for lunch. Um, but Katie went with her sister and the kids and stuff like that. So they were gone for a while. Uh, and when she got home, my, she brought my food and there was no Chick-fil-A sauce. She said, Ben ate all of the Chick-fil-A sauce, like three fries <laughs> and three like packets of Chick-fil-A sauce. But luckily <laughs> I come prepared. I keep that thing on me. I got some in the fridge all the time. So, uh, hot take. I don't love the Chick-fil-A sauce. I, you know Fine. what? I don't. I'm not gonna fight anybody over the over sauce because I understand where it comes from. I didn't like mustard for a long time, and right. Chick Fil A sauce is basically like barbecue sauce and honey mustard put in a pot, kissed, yeah. you know. And they're both boys. <laughs> um, and they uh, so I understand if you don't like either one of those, or you're like those together are just kind of met. I get it. My brother. Yeah drinks the polynesian sauce from there i don't it's understand why he loves the polynesian stuff i think it's okay it's sweet sriracha one is my favorite yeah i get that you're a spicy guy yeah mm, they got good ranch they got good everything though. they got good everything i mean come on it's chick-fil-a mm. chick-fil-a Chick their values are terrible but the food yeah very good very good very good um how was your weekend it was good it was good uh it was very cold this weekend so we were kind of yeah. locked in our house. I hate this state. I, pick, like, you know the Moana? Pick an eye. Pick an eye. Pick an eye. <laughs> That's what Michigan does to the weather every time. Is it 60? Last Sunday, 65. Sunny. Went for a long walk. Had a great day outside. Spent, you know, got to do all of our stuff. This Sunday, it was 18 degrees when we woke up. Like, what, what are we doing? Pick one. Just, just pick one. So we were kind of so locked bad. in the house all weekend. Um, what what did we do? I'm trying to think. Um, not much. We kind of hung out. Yeah. Uh, Saturday we went to the store. Uh, actually we went to the store both days, Saturday and Sunday. Um, and just kind of hung out. Sunday we went to uh to Target and walked around. Uh, got to got to uh pick out more Easter candy, which is my favorite. Like, hey, just. It's a gr that's a great outing. It's so hard to resist. Uh and it's right we were we were going to Whole Foods anyway because um there's so it balances out. Yeah. Like hey, come on. Well, so we try not to go to Whole Foods every week because Whole Foods is expensive. So expensive. Expensive. Uh but the you know like the pouches uh that are like blended up foods. Okay. There's the brand at Whole Foods like the baby pouches. Um, the brand at Whole Foods is only whole, like it's only the fruits and veggies that go in it, right? It's basically like blended right. and put in packets. The ones at Trader Joe's has additives and sugars and stuff like that. So, uh, and Ben basically has one of those pouches basically every morning, like a breakfast smoothie. That's kind of his, like yeah. his meal. Uh, so we don't want added sugar in it. And the only, only place we can get it is Whole Foods. So, gotcha. so we do have to make a trip up there every so often. Um, and just limit our spending. So we were right. going up anyway. Might as well go to Target and and uh, yeah. and then Joe, we uh we started sleep training again this weekend. Oh, all right. Yeah, and uh, it's going pretty well. It's going pretty well. Good. We're doing Good. um. So basically, it's 
uh, I sit in there and and like comfort him and talk to him and you know sing or yeah. shush him. Um, but he's in his crib by himself, and I'll go over and like hug him if he's worked up. I'll pick him up for a minute, but then he goes back in the crib. Um, and the first night was it took him a, an hour and a half. Uh, that like the first time, and then he woke up one time in the night and took about an hour. Last night was only up there for about five minutes. Every time he woke up, would wake up. I'd go in, I'd give him a hug and shush him, and then he'd go right back to sleep about five minutes. Woke up a few more times, but... Need you in my house every time I wake up. um, Give me a hug. Quick hug and a shush, and then you're right back to sleep. (laughs) It's comforting. I need it for myself. I gotta record it. Like, record myself doing it. Yeah. Uh, So that was nice. And we So the other good thing that's going on, so getting more sleep is a good thing, um katie and i ordered appliances um way back i think i talked about this katie totals her car way back when um right. and the insurance company paid us the entire value of the car uh and yeah. then luckily we didn't have to spend it on a car so we got new appliances which was very nice nice um that was before new year's when katie wrecked her car like the end of december yeah we ordered the appliances in january it is March 28th. We were told they would be delivered the first week of March, which was already like, oh, a month and a half. So a long time to wait, but no big deal. Right. They emailed us at the end of February and said they weren't going to get here till May. Oh, shit. We we're like, oh, but we ordered them through Costco and we like they offered you like, hey, if this isn't good, like you can refund all this stuff. And we looked up basically all the other packages that has the same frit, like the same package we got or or comparable. Right. They were basically $1,500 more expensive everywhere else. So it's like, do we sit with our very good? And, oh, I should say, they're installing them for free. Oh, shit. So they're dropping. Costco has installers? They contract out a contractor to come install it. Nice. Um, So it's free installation and drop off and takeaway. Or they're taking your stuff away. They're taking our stuff away. Oh, that's a nice fridge. Uh, what am I going to do with another fridge? I know I could have a beer it's fridge. In the basement. I know I could have a beer fridge down here, but like, I don't have that much space for it. I already have a Rip a, it out. Cha- Make a kegerator. Yeah. I think, yeah. I Actually, this is a side tangent, which of course it is. I saw, <laughs> I saw a TikTok of a man that made nitrogen cold brew. I saw that same TikTok. And boy, did I like... I, mm, I've not ached for a project in a long time, but I, mm, I thought about it. I really thought yeah. about it. Now you have to get restaurant grade nitrogen, but low key, I think I could order that through work. Probably could. Cause I'm a food distributor and we do not like, so I get like wholesale pricing, right? I could probably get food grade nitrogen off from work. And then like now here's, I'd have to build it first off. I'm sure there's a million YouTube videos online about it. Oh yeah. I could do it. You could do it. I'm just saying. I could anyway, do go it. back. Anyway, just putting that in your thoughts. I know it. It's sitting in the back of my head. It's going to be there. So, um, it basically this cheaper amount of money for free installation, drop off, takeaway, and all the appliances or $1500 more and none of the nice stuff just to right. get the appliances. And we we're like, you know what? 
we've waited this long. We have working appliances, right? They're not broke. They're not going to go anywhere. Like we've waited this long. We'll just wait it out. And you know, we'll go there. Our dishwasher is falling apart, but it'll make it until May. Right. Um, Are you just getting a fridge and dishwasher? No, we're getting fridge, dishwasher, microwave, and oven. Ooh, the big four. All four. Fresh fresh in, fresh out. It's nice. It, this, yeah. was a, this was a crazy deal that Costco was doing. And now that I think about it, like, it was more, when we first said this, we were only going to get a dishwasher and a fridge. Because the oven and microwave are fine, and microwaves aren't that expensive anyway, so if we did want to. Um, but... We went and we were shopping around. We're like, all right, we want a dishwasher and a in a uh in a fridge. And when we were shopping around, it was like, okay, you could do that, or for like five hundred dollars more, you could just add the like the Costco was running this deal. And it's like you add five hundred dollars, you get the stove and the microwave. We're like, it's a really good deal. It's more than what we want to spend, but like it's a really good deal, and it had right. all the free insulation. And that's when like I didn't realize how good of a deal it was until we were looking for alternatives right. and we're like, Oh, this is, this is terrible. So all the way around, they're coming tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't somewhere along the line, like last week. So end of February, they're like not coming till May. You can get a refund. Then like last week, they sent us like six emails, like schedule your delivery, schedule your delivery, schedule your delivery. And we're like, how about next week? They're like, yep, boom, it'll be here. So we got, uh, we got the people dropping off and they're going to plug in the stove and the fridge when they drop it off in the morning and then the contractors coming in the afternoon to do the microwave and the dishwasher. Cause the microwaves, the above the it's like a range and microwave. Right. Dishwasher. So yeah, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm they'll level it. They'll match it up to the oh countertop. I don't have to do any of it. Don't got to do any so of it. Bad. I'm going to sit down it's here and, and work and listen to the contractors, plug it all in and hook it all up. And yeah. The one rub is I think my fridge water line is not up to code so you're supposed to have an above ground right behind the fridge water line shut off okay i don't my water line shut off is i mean in the the, in the laundry room the amount of floor between the ceiling of like the ceiling laundry room is the floor of the kitchen so there's just a little hole and then the water shut offs right on the water pipe underneath yeah so it's like I'll go down and turn the water off tomorrow. They'll unplug it and I'll unplug the water line before they get there. So they can right. take it away. And then they'll probably tell me like, Hey, uh, we can't plug in the, like we can't legally install the fridge. So we're going to leave it here and we can't legally install it. And I'm going to say, that's fine. I'll just plug it in the water line myself and turn the yeah. water back on. I mean, how hard is it uh, to plug in a water line? Right. Yeah. I guess you'll find out tomorrow. Oh, I guess I'll find out. <laughs> that's, that's all right. I got Tom on speed dial. He'll come down. There you go. Oh, thank God for Tom. Who knows? Maybe he'll be bored tomorrow and just come down anyway and watch him unload it. Yeah, yeah. he'll just stand there with his, uh, what does he drink? Miller Lite? His Miller Lite, his can of Miller Lite, yeah. Just stand around. Crack there and just, you know, watch him and tell him how he would do it. Ask him questions like how many of these you got to deliver today and what's the heaviest (laughs) thing you've ever carried, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Well, that's exciting. Very excited. I, our, our fridge is, you know, the, the the bars that go on like the door shelves right the bar that like encloses ours has been broken off on the middle shelf for six months oh so it was a it was a ben tragedy when he was able to like stand up and walk it uh he pulled it off one time i was like oh i didn't know that came off 
But luckily, you just like pop it back on. It goes back in. Yeah. But he pulled it off so many times because he figured it out. Then one time, <laughs> he pulled it off and it snapped. And I was like, oh, uh, well. Uh, so we've been, yeah. we've been living with that for about six months. So happy to have okay. a new thing and a child that's old enough to know not to break our stuff. Kind of. That's what you think. Kind of. I said kind of. <laughs> it's much easier. All right. So this is uh, it. When they're little like that, you underestimate them. You're like, yeah, you can't do that. Right. He's old enough now. He's 19 months old. I know very well how dangerous he can be. Eyes on him all times. Never out of my yeah. sight. Because I know. Never. I look away for one second. The whole bookshelf's coming down. I know that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Damn. So that's great. How about you? How was your weekend? Uh, it was pretty good. Friday night, we went over to Jordan and Josh's and hung out. Um, stayed for the whole night, which was nice. Is that your Friday night just tradition? Just 30 minutes. I think every every podcast you say at Friday night, we went over to Josh and Jordan's or Josh and Jordan hey, came over here. It's, it's great having cousin besties that live like a half a mile away. Yeah. That have a kid that's three months younger than yours. I'm like, with you. It's great. It matches yeah. up so well. Yeah, it, it's good. And, like, you know, you just hang out and drink and chat and listen to music or games oh, yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah, or watch Bluey. Um, yeah, so we did that Friday night. Um, Saturday, we just kind of hung out at the house. Uh, didn't do too much. Uh, took it pretty easy. Kayla's dad came over. Oh, well, I went and got my hair cut Saturday. Ooh. And... I was like, Kayla, what do you want to do for dinner? And she was like, I want charcuterie. How many hairs do you get cut? Shut up. All saying. of them. <laughs> Making sure. I hope all of them. Uh, Kayla's like, I want charcuterie. I was like, okay. Uh, so Saturday, what else do we do Saturday? I got YouTube TV uh, a trial, so that way I can nice. watch the Oscars on Sunday, which Don't for- I will immediately cancel I was tomorrow. Say, do not forget to cancel that, because I looked it up. We could, we have, we have cable, so we were able to watch, but Katie was laying in bed. She's like, oh, it'd be nice to watch the Oscars in bed. They had an offering of like free YouTube TV trial. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. $70 a month. If you forget to, uh, if you forget yeah. to cancel it and I will forget to cancel it. So we're not going to do that. Yeah. Can't run that. So risk. I'm going to, I'm going to do that tomorrow. But, uh, what's great with YouTube TV is like, we don't have the luxury of like cable and mm-hmm. all the old shows that we love and. I really love Ghost Adventures. It's like my favorite show of I all know. time. Uh, so we watched Ghost Adventures for a long while, which was really nice. Um, then I got my hairs cut. Then Kayla said she wanted charcuterie. And I was like, yeah, that sounds real good. So I went to Bush's and I bought nine different cheeses. Wow. Three different meats, uh, some grapes. And we had ourselves some charcuterie Man, that we, night. You went all out. I love it. Oh, it was great. I was like, you know what? We don't do this. So we just did it and it was really nice. And we just hung out, um, watched some movies. Cora's been into doing the dishes lately. Ooh. Which is very cool because she will she'll just sit up at the sink with you and clean like three dishes. Um but you know, the reason why my child cried this week was uh Kayla told her not to eat the dirty dish soap off of like yep. some of the dishes that she was cleaning. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, but it's pretty fun because she likes to just sit up there and clean dishes and make a mess. Um, so we did that Saturday and then Sunday, um, Kayla was going to go out to brunch with, uh, two of her friends, but they had some things come up and she ended up just 
staying at the house, but at like 6.30, Grayson was awake, or 6 o'clock, Grayson was mm-hmm. awake. And I could tell he was pretty awake. His wake-up time, like, I'm good to go, like, be awake more than 20 minutes is like 6.30, 7 o'clock. Yeah. Um, welcome it was like welcome six, to the club. Yeah, and it was like 6.15 on Saturday, and I was like, oh, or on Sunday, and I was like, oh, I was like, all right, come on. And I grabbed him, and we just went out into the living room. Have you and, uh, have you thought about the nightmare scenario where Cora goes to bed at like midnight and Grayson wakes up at six oh, and that's boy, like how have I? Whew, it's, ugh, I'm not looking forward to it. Cora's been sleeping in our bed the last two or three nights too, which really sucks. Um, but uh, six like C fifteen rolled around and he's like, awake. I was like crap, so we went out to the living room, but again got YouTube TV. Um, so I put on Bad Times at the El Royale. I, I don't know. Ever seen this movie? Uh, pretty, it's 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 a good movie. Uh, I don't like how like Jeff. That was a very unconvincing way, especially for a man I, who loves every movie. That was an unconvincing way of telling me to watch this movie. It was uh, a movie that I don't think was really nominated for anything when it came out, but some pretty it was really great actors in it, and it's like a, a thriller mystery um, about like people in the wrong place at the wrong time. Okay, got like. Jeff Bridges and uh, John Hamm, Dakota Johnson, Chris Hemsworth. That's a strong uh, cast. How old is it? Yeah, uh, just a couple of years. I was going to say. Um, yeah, so I started that on Sunday. And uh, Kayla came out and was pumping and was watching the movie. And it was like 7.30, 8 o'clock. And Kayla was done pumping. I was like, I'm getting McDonald's. You're awake. The boy's asleep. I was like, I'm getting McDonald's. So I went and got McDonald's breakfast, which nice. was delightful. Um, and then again, we just kind of hung out all day. Didn't really do too much. Uh, and then the Oscars was last night. Let's jump right in. I think like <laughs> the fact that we've made it 20 minutes without talking about it is a miracle. Yeah. So uh, let me. Let's address the elephant in the room before we actually get to the Oscars. Topic. Yeah. Was it fake or not fake? It was not fake. Will Smith did an apology about an hour ago on Instagram. I I didn't think it was fake either. I think it was weird because I don't think Will Smith was listening to the joke. Like, because they panned to him laughing and then he gets up and slaps him. That's why, oh, everyone's like, oh, it's fake. He was laughing, all this stuff. But I don't think he was listening. I think he was just like, whatever. Right. And then like, caught up and heard it was like what the f-? and then lost it yeah but, i don't know yeah I, the internet was insufferable about it today so i don't want to dive too deep into it but yeah um it was something uh should chris rock have known that jada has alopecia yeah probably it's been very public <laughs> like, like probably shouldn't have said that uh but will smith probably shouldn't have done that either it, so chris rock came out and said he didn't rehearse that joke which i think is ridiculous that you would just roll out a joke about an autoimmune disease while he's sitting in the front row like and then on the flip side will smith very easily could have like not laughed at the joke been upset and then when he won i don't know 10 minutes later when he won best actor he could have gone up and said jokes about my wife's autoimmune disease are very not cool and that was a terrible thing and then Moved right along. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. So, uh, um, it's, yeah, it's drama. It's, 
It's drama. In the end of the day, do we really, really care about millionaires drama with the other millionaires in the room? Like, I, right. whatever. They're yeah. going to go home and lie, uh, lie on their bed of money and right, figure it out. Exactly. Overall, it was a fine Oscars. It wasn't like anything to write home about. It wasn't anything like great. The hosts weren't amazing. They were but they weren't bad. The hosts weren't amazing when they when they announced them. When they were like, oh, it's these three. I said, ooh, like all three times. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. So. I thought they had some pretty funny jokes every once in a while. Um, I think, you know, the Oscars, like, hosts, it's kind of always been hit or miss for me. Like, just give the mic to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Let him host. I, That's all we I need. I don't. They were doing a no host thing for a while, and I thought that was yeah, fine. A couple of years, yeah, it was good. It was great. Let it, um, let it just be free. Let everyone tell one joke. Everyone in the room gets one joke, funny or not. You get one joke. Yeah. Make it good. Yeah, but it was it was good overall. I enjoyed it. Well, I watched it all. What was your record? Um, so I didn't pick every category. Okay. Um, I just threw out some of them. I think I left out like four or five. Um, I think out of the ones I did pick and posted on. Our stories miss two. That's pretty good. Miss best animated feature, uh, which still stand by. Mitchell's versus the machines should have beaten Kanto. Oh, Kanto is a story that we've always heard. And what I will first off, I I talked about this with my mom yesterday. I'm going to repeat it. Kanto, great music. It's an okay. It's an okay movie. Yeah. Overall, it's an okay movie. The story is very yeah. okay. Um, they rush they rush to the finish line. They do a lot of world building and then rush to the finish line. Like it's just okay. Yeah. Um but the fact that Encanto didn't win original song and Lynn didn't get his EGOT, that's a snub. Yeah, that uh, hurt. That's a snub. Like I it's the first Disney movie to ever have a number one single. Like, ever. And also I think it's weird that they didn't not that they nominated. They didn't nominate. We don't talk about Bruno. They nominated a different song. Yeah. And I feel like if they nominated, don't talk about Bruno, it would have won easily. Probably. But I, the song that was nominated kind of encapsulates the movie a little bit better. Is it the closing uh, it's song? Got, like when they're rebuilding uh, the house? Kind of. No, it's when the um, it's the story of the grandmother. Oh, so okay. like when they're talking about yeah, um, it's just kind of a more sweet, heartfelt sto- song where we don't talk about Bruno. Like they played that at the Oscars, kind of all they say in the whole song. Yeah, it literally is. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and that was the other one that I lost. I said, uh, Encanto is gonna win that, but No Time to Die won, and that was my other guess because the last. Well, now three James Bond theme songs have won Best Original Song. Who sang No Time to Die? Also, that reminds me that I need to go watch. Yeah, I Billy, I, the, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because it was uh, Adele, then it was Sam Smith, and now Billie Eilish, yeah. right? Those were the yeah. three. Yep. Um, so, I need to go watch yeah. No Time to Die. That reminds me. I need me to too. wait I just do it. I wanted to go see it in theaters, and then they delayed it like, 50 times. Yeah. And by the time it was finally out, like, so were all the other movies. And I was like... Can't yeah. Do it. Yeah. So overall, Oscars, it was good. It was fun. I sat and watched it all. You always um, do. Always do. Coda won Best Picture. Which uh, pretty excited about that. The uh so and the guy won Best Supporting Actor. Only the yeah. second deaf actor to ever yep. win anything, right? Or that award. 
Uh, he's the second deaf actor to win an Oscar, I believe. Right. I think he's the first yeah. one to win that award, but uh, second to win for anybody. Uh, his speech was great. Like, talking yeah. about, like, hey, not a lot of theaters are going to let a deaf man, like, act on stage. And the fact yeah. that, like, I was able to do that and come, like, I don't think people think about that. I don't think people think, like, hey, these people have to cut their teeth doing things before they become movie stars. It's not like they just pick a random deaf guy in the street and like, yeah. hey, you want to act in a movie? Like, they have to learn how to act just like everybody else. And, and yeah. like, they don't really get the opportunities that pe- other people do. And I think that was a really, really good, important mes- message. Totally. So if, if you have Apple and you haven't already, go watch Coda. It's, it's really, really great. And we did watch King Richard yesterday, the movie that Will won Best Actor for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Serena Williams one. Way better than I thought it was going to be. Really? I, yeah. I've been avoiding it. I like those stories. I like the Williams sisters. I think that's a really... I yeah. have been avoiding it. One, because I thought Will Smith, like, creating and acting in it was a little bit, like, puffy-chested. Does that make sense? Like, uh, Yeah, that's how it goes nowadays. Yeah. Uh, and then I was, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I didn't think they would portray it correctly. Like I thought it would just be not good. And I'm glad I'm, I mean, I also don't think he should have won the Oscar for it, but. I didn't think so either, but it was the Academy's way of saying like, it's your time. He did this with Leo too. Yeah. When Leonardo DiCaprio won, Re- he won for Revenant, which he should have won for Wolf of Wall Street. He should have won for Wolf before. of Wall Street. And they gave it to him on a worse movie where he, I mean, the acting was fine, but he didn't really have yeah. like lines in Revenant. It was just a lot of grunting yeah. and running. Like, yeah. should have given it to him for Wolf of Wall Street. Right. Where Will Smith's a big figure. He makes a lot of money for Hollywood. Um, and he's good in it. Uh, like I said, the movie's better than I thought. It focused a lot on Venus Williams, like almost none on Serena. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. I thought it would be a, like a good collaboration of both of them, but Venus became kind of more of a tennis star earlier on than Serena. And it was focused way more on her and her dad. Thinks yes, yes. I I don't know. I don't think I've ever put that together. But Serena's so much bigger than Venus is, like as a star. So yeah. And there's a line, and then we'll move on to our topic. There's a line in the movie where uh, Will's character, Richard, their dad, um, Venus is about to play in in her first uh, world championship at 14, and Serena's looking out over the courts, and Serena's been trained just as much as Venus has. Um, and Richard looks at Serena and says like, Hey, you know, I know like, this is hard for you to see all this, you know, your sister's doing all this. She's getting all the accolades. She's doing X, Y, Z, you know, it's her time. And then he looks at her and says, your sister's going to be the next world champion, but you're going to be the best player there ever was. He says, I set that up on purpose. I had to put you in her shadow so that Mm -hmm. you would do better basically. And, and she did. I mean, Serena's. Yeah. The, the William sister you think about. Yeah. I it's very, very interesting. Um thinking about Will Smith, as we were having this conversation, I was thinking about like, has he really done anything Oscar like really Oscar worthy? Pursuit of happiness, he should have won Best Actor. Yes. Ali, he was nominated for Best Actor. He played Muhammad Ali. Oh, that's right. I don't think I've ever I don't think yeah. I've watched that. I should watch it. Yeah, um, Pursuit of Happiness, though. Well, yeah. I still you. cry. I still cry. I've seen oh, it three times. Man. I can't sit down and watch. Like, that is such an emotional movie that I, I just am never in the head. It's such a good emotional movie. I'm never in the headspace to watch it. 
I'm just not. No, I don't I'm... think anybody is, but like, oh, it's rough. Oh, it's so good. When he gets the job at the end, he walks through the crowd and he just like, like celebrate. Oh man, Ugh. I'm I'm welling up inside thinking about it. It's, it's such a good movie. <laughs> Ugh, let's move on so that way you stop crying but I yesterday know, know. cora was up till eleven thirty with me watching the oscars it was ridiculous <laughs> joe kid this kid i tell you <laughs> she's never gonna go to bed she's like you that's the problem yeah it's bad she inherited your sleep schedule she sure did and it's rough um, oh man what do you think we get to yeah. the nitty-gritty let's go for it let's jump into this thing okay so this is not a super long topic because it's developing. It's something that we're going to go through as time goes on. I just kind of wanted to lay it out because Katie and I have been going through it, uh, or I would say setting up, going through it's way the wrong term for it because it's not anything like that. It's setting it up. We've been setting this up for uh, a few weeks now. So um, we've gone through a couple of steps and stuff like that. So let me back all the way up and give some background. So Ben is 19 months today. Actually, as of recording this, he's 19 months, so a year and a half. Yeah. Right about a year, he started uh, to be very expressive, like pointing and grabbing things and handling things. Um, and But he never really like vocalized it into words. He just like would yeah. grunt, and that's pretty normal about a year. And then a couple of months went by, and he would say mama, but never really in the right context. He would just kind of say it, and dad, dad, same thing. He never, like, pointed at me and said, dad, dad. But he expresses himself very, very well. Like, you know, we know to a T what he wants. Like, we talked about when you develop your own language with your kid. Yes. Right? Like, I, he grunts, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, you want coconut water. Like, Oh, I get it. You want <laughs> you want that cup. You need some electrolyte. Yeah, you want that cup that I put on the counter an hour ago that you now want back, right? Like, I yeah. understand exactly what he's saying every time. Katie's the same way. But he never really put it into words. And now, about 18 months, uh, they're, like, every kid develops at their own rate. We're not worried about him at all. It's not like we're sitting here thinking, oh, he's never going to talk. What are we going to do, right? But around 18 months we were thinking to ourselves like he should be like vocalizing words more he should be talking you know in actual saying at least i think they say like five to seven words by 18 months or uh 10 words or so by by 18 months and um he's not really saying much he'll say bluey i know that's like it's so funny to think about but one of the words he consistently says in the right context is he'll sit down on the couch and go and point at the screen and go and point at the screen and we're like uh, okay i i get it <laughs> and it's it's you know, it's one of the few words he like says uh but he makes the same noises for all of his things and that's allowed us to get to the yeah. point where we know he, when a car dr- drives back by he like stands up and goes oh and it's the same tone and every time so we know he's saying car but it's not like the word car does that make sense right so with that katie did a little bit of research and we found out that we actually get free services through our public school system here oh, nice. um, where we live. Yeah. Uh, so we were able to go through and actually have an in-home consultation from a speech pathologist and an occupational therapist. Um, they came okay. to our house. They kind of gave him, they call it a test, but it's more of like they interviewed us about his habits and then watched him yeah. as he played and like interacted and did stuff like that um, to kind of give us an assessment of like, where he's at compared to other kids his age. And the good news is he's super on par with literally everything except one thing. And that's expressive language. 
Um, okay. He's just not uh, at at this point. They would expect kids of his age to actually form words and mini sentences. You know, like two words together, three yeah. words together. Uh, and he's not really even putting like one word together right now. Um, gotcha. So with that, we actually I waited until we had the meeting so I could actually like talk about what their plan is and what they're gonna do. Um, and so these like the way they set this up is they are they went through did this test put it all into their to their spreadsheet and then they set goals for him and said okay this is where he's at now we want him to be saying sentences 10 times a week right so we want like a phrase or sentence 10 times during the week and then a couple other a couple other like things throughout the week like they want him saying this consistently 10 times i want him doing this 10 times so i set goals and then um we're actually going to have an occupational therapist come to our house twice a week uh for the foreseeable future uh and work with ben to uh to get him to start saying his sentences and his words okay that's cool yeah and the best part is it was all free yeah that's amazing <laughs> it's all free taxpayer well, nothing's free it's all paid by taxes uh which exactly. is great because i pay a lot of taxes right now uh but <laughs> they uh it's it was really great it was the process so a little background, Katie, this is what Katie's degree is in, is in like childhood development, early childhood development. Mm-hmm. So we have a really good grasp on milestones. We know, you know, where, where he should be and around. Uh, and the hardest part about this was like, we, with him being so like expressive without words, we're like, I don't know, maybe he's like, it's he just doesn't want to say the words, right? He, he, he mm-hmm. gets what he wants without it. Everybody knows what he's saying. So he gets what he wants without it. Um, yeah. And so like, it just got to a point where he just really has no interest in making the words because everyone knows what he's talking about all the time. Um, yeah. So that's where this, uh, the occupational therapist is coming to help is like getting him from that communicating his own way to communicating the rest of the way that everybody else can understand. Right. Um, and, uh, and I, I'll be honest, I'm really lucky because Katie is the one that spearheaded this. She was she knew like to look for that stuff. She obviously working in public schools, it allows you like information and stuff like that. I don't think I ever right. really would have thought about that, at least for another long while, because like we're still really early on. We're just trying to get ahead of it. So we're not playing catch up, you know, when he's Cora's age, like Cora's saying sentences and things like that now. We don't want yeah. to get to Cora's age and be like, wow, we have a lot more catching up to do. Let's catch it early so we can get, get ahead of the curve. Yeah, I feel like um, you're not the first person I've heard like say something like that about you know their kid not talking by the time they're you know a year and a half or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. I think Cora, she just got so lucky with Cora that, I mean, she walked at 10 months and was like talking at 11 months. Like, yeah. I feel like we are so out of the norm when it comes to anything with Cora or with kids um, that it's just bananas. Um, I think part I, of I've heard it's a boy and girl thing too. I know that's like I've kind of thought that too. It, it's a little like a old wives' tale, right? It's not nobody nobody right. in science is gonna be like, oh, girls always talk fa- first, right? It's a little old, yeah. old wives' tale, but um it's funny my mom has been saying like this whole time that I, i'm was the same way that ben is now like but i had an older sister so i didn't need to talk because i would grunt at something and my older sister would just bring it to me she'd be like oh that's jared yeah. wants this jared wants that jared wants this like she would right. just get it so i was just very lazy about talking um <laughs> and i think i ben is kind of the same way where like 
we understand him so well, he doesn't feel the need to, to, to say it any other way. Yeah. The one thing I will say is, like, kids parrot. That's what they do, right? They copy you. Yeah. Ben doesn't really copy words at all. Like, if you say a word, yeah. he doesn't, like, say it back to you at all or try to say it or anything like that. So that's the one thing that um, the occupational therapist will help with a lot is, like, getting him interested in words and getting him interested in talking and stuff like that and, cu- and cultivating that interest. So, um, that's cool. Uh, with, with Cora, uh, I don't know if it was also had to do with daycare. She was, she was in daycare when she was like three months old. Yeah. Um, so she was constantly around kids and constantly hearing people talk. So for me, I feel like that's part of what helped her with that. And then also we just kind of let her watch whatever she wanted on YouTube and eventually yeah. like, she that's i mean she's as smart as she is because she watches videos on youtube like which is the weirdest thing to say but um i mean i get it the a lot of those videos are like are set up for that right where they're set up yeah. to to help kids like grasp that right so it kind of leads me to my question did they talk at all about what kind of um exercises they're going to do with ben or routines or anything like that yeah that's a great question they haven't um they didn't really come out and say oh we're going to play this game or we're going to do that it's kind of a overall strategy and it's interesting and i I compare it actually to what we talked about a couple weeks ago with therapy so when i went into therapy i also had to set goals for myself and say i want to be able to do this with myself in a year this is is that was like the big vibes i was getting from this meeting was um and it's a little bit jarring because they have to use terms like special education they have to use terms like you know delayed and it hurts to hear that you're like that like stings but at the same time first off that's a terrible stigma like it shouldn't sting to hear the word special education it's just different education um and so just a little self-reflection of like hey i shouldn't feel that way when i hear that word i need to think about that myself um but then on the other side of it is like therapy was the same way it wasn't hey you're stunted in your growth you need to grow in this manner it was like I want to be better about this. So I'm going to get the help I need. This was the same way as like, we just want Ben to be better at talking. So we're going to get yeah. the help. And luckily for us, like it's free and it's like, why not use the resource? It's here. It's available yeah. for us. They're coming to our house. We don't even have to go anywhere. They're going to come play with Ben in our house for an hour on Tuesdays and Fridays and, and work with them that way. So like, yeah, that's really how it was set up. Beautiful. So I am interested to see, I think they'll probably tailor the exercise and stuff like that. Once they start, coming it's what it's the occupational therapist is going to come in and once she comes in i think she'll probably tailor like the exercises and what he needs as he grows and stuff like that so but i'm going to be watching the whole thing so i'm I'm very excited to see yeah so do you think um i mean if this wasn't a service that was provided to you guys do you think this would have been something that you would have even thought about like was it kind of was it katie just kind of like like light bulb quick moment like oh we should look into this because something might not be there. yeah yeah that's 100 percent what it was it's like hey we might have these services that we can just do and kate just looked it up and we had them all the way down to 18 months which is like right where we were um and we're like this is fantastic uh technically ben is enrolled in ferndale public schools already so you know getting a jump start <laughs> on it um but that was that was the whole thing it's like katie just thought about it if it wasn't offered to us i don't think we would have done it at least not yet Um, I don't like probably about two years old. If he wasn't catching up to where he like should be about two, we'd probably start having conversations about it. Um, 
our nephew also went through some like uh like some of this right uh with speech because he was talking but it was hard to understand what he was saying yeah so this the this the speech work that he went through was about articulation and and forming the sentences better right like for us it's a little bit premature to that so like we were already aware is is the word but we've already kind of seen this from the outside with our nephew going through it so it was you know a little bit bonus that um it was free and available to us and ready to uh to help out yeah so um i guess my other question is this is just kind of me being uh, not dumb but naive i guess sure. is the, the word um how is the occupational therapist um going to what is the occupational therapist going to do that the speech language patholog- pathologist wouldn't i because to me like speech language is you know mild. sure i don't think it's set up like that so the speech gotcha. language and the occupational therapist came in for the evaluation i think the speech language uh she's speech language pathologist I think she does the evaluations and understanding where they're at and helping set that up where the occupational therapist, is the one doing the hands-on work of like actually uh, doing the exercises and getting them up to speed and stuff like that. I don't know the difference between the two degrees, right? Like, so that's, that's where I'm at. I I don't know the difference between like an OT and a, and a speech language pathologist, but I think speech language is more like tailored towards speech and understanding that obviously that would make sense saying that out loud. Um, But I think she was more there for like the actual evaluation and putting him where he should be on the gotcha. chart and stuff like that. Now the gotcha. occupational therapist, her job is to catch him up to where uh, the speech language pathologist says said, Oh, this is where I think he should be. Right now for me too. Like if this were Cora was going through this, Cora's got such bad stranger danger for the most part that she wouldn't talk. Like even if she was talking like, full-blown sentences when somebody sure. walks into the house so i mean was there concern with that is ben like a social kid that he's cool with people yeah. just walking in and talking with it yeah he doesn't he doesn't give two two shits um like he they walked in and he kind of like looked at them they came in our front door nobody ever comes in our front door so they came in our front yeah. door and that cut him off guard and he was like who are these people here and then the the ot sat down like pulled out some crayons he's like you got stuff all right hell yeah i love stuff came right over like (laughs) sat down next to her started coloring on her folder like kept asking to take the the speech languages like sheet that she was writing on and wanted to write on himself and stuff like that like he was like they were they even made a comment they're like wow he's so good around strangers i'm like yeah he's he don't care he's (laughs) don't care probably not a great thing but whatever uh right but that is i think a a big benefit for us was like they were like oh he's got no you know he's not afraid of strangers. He's not like withdrawing from, from strange people. What I will say like with Cora is I feel like that's part of their job, right? They see that in kids all the time. That's not uncommon at all. Um, so she, how do I'm trying to phrase this the right way, but like, you know, when you see somebody that works with kids a lot, right. Or like, she knows how to talk to kids. That was the yeah. one thing that stood out to me. The the OT, when she walked in, she was having conversations with Ben and she just like, some people just get it. And I don't think I have that. Like I, I'll be much better when Ben is 
three, four years old and we can have semi conversations back and forth. Like this age, I just don't have the the chops for it of like actually being able to talk in their language, basically, right? Like, yeah, she got it right away. And like with that, I feel like that makes that's such a strong tool when you're working with kids like that is you just you just know it. You just know. Yeah. You just kind of understand them. And you're like, ah, I'm with you. I get it. I'll talk your language. I'll understand right. what you're saying, that kind of thing. And that to me, like when she's put in homes where kids are probably uncomfortable or don't want, you know, or clutching onto their moms and don't want to talk. She has that, like, it's almost like a superpower where she can actually just talk to kids and get them to understand and like right. disarm them. And it's, I mean, she's very good at her job. I'm excited to, I'm legitimately excited to watch her work with Ben because I want to see like how this works out and like how, what she does to do it. Right. So do they work for the schools or are they like contracted through the schools? Yeah. So technically it's something like they, they work for the schools, but they're a sub department and they also are through the County, right? Like, okay. I think the two that we're working with are specifically Ferndale public schools, but the County is the one that runs the department. So like Oakland County has other teams. Does that make sense? I believe that's how it's set up. So is the service provided um, through the schools overall, or is it provided because Katie's a teacher. No, it's provided through all of Oakland County. If you live in Oakland oh, that's County, awesome. you are so I I don't know, might be worth looking into if you ever run into this, but yeah, like Yeah, I every, mean it's not anything I would have thought of. Like, everybody listening, go see. look go yeah. listen, go look on your county or your schools and see if you get free services because I mean, yeah, it, all of Oakland County gets the same the same uh set of care that we do. It has nothing to do with Katie working in the school or anything like that. Gotcha. That's that's really awesome. Like I said, I not anything I would have ever thought to look at. Um, yeah, me neither. Which is really cool. It's really cool that some of these counties can do that. You know what's interesting to me is, so I've been taking Ben to the last couple of checkups just because Katie's like school schedule and stuff like that. Um, and I have a pretty flex- flexible work schedule. So I've been taking Ben to the last couple of checkups. And they ask about that. Like they check on milestones, stuff like that. Yeah. And I actually thought we would have to go through the doctor to do it. I thought we'd have to get like recommended to a speech language yeah. pathologist or recommended to, uh, I, I, I would think a speech language pathologist. I've known about speech language because it was a huge school at our college at Western. Yes. It was, it was yeah. really big at Western. A lot of people, uh, it's a very good, a very good speech language school. Um, so I thought that like the, the, uh, pediatrician would have to come to us and be like, Hey, he's not saying the words we thought he would. He's, we think he's delayed. Right we need you to go and talk to a speech language pathologist. And maybe they would have, maybe we would have gotten to right. a point where they, they would have recommended us there, but uh, I didn't know this was an option. I didn't know you could go or, re- yeah. you know, a different route. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, last question. Yeah. Uh, did they talk about what an end game was like, what the final destination of this journey would be? Yeah. So really it comes down to those goals and these goals are flexible. So the other thing that was really nice is, this is very focused and tactical on getting Ben up back up to the, what they would call like normal level for his age. Right. Yeah. But it was very flexible and like, we can change these goals if we want to adjust it in this way or that way, or we can recreate a goal. So maybe if it gets to a point where we're like, you know, he's good on this, but maybe he's, you know, we want him to be better at this. They can adjust the goals to, to tweak that. So, um, 
they said they'll reevaluate in six months and then reevaluate again okay. in a year. So we got cool. the first six months. We'll see how it goes. And then he'll be basically two, a little over two right. uh, by that time. And then we'll see if he's, you know, where, where they want him to be and stuff like that. But the goals are very tactical. It was like, we want him saying, you know, this word 10 times a week. We want him saying this 10 times a week. We want him doing this 10 times a week. Um, and so they, uh, and a couple other things with her being an occupational therapist, um, she made some notes too about like his fine motor skills. Uh, we have something yeah. called a busy board. I don't know if you know what that is. It's basically, it's somebody in a craft shop put a bunch of just things on a board. Like yeah, there's like yeah, a seat yeah. belt buckle and there's a zipper and there's a couple of like blocks you can move up and down in a light. Um, and my aunt got him one for Christmas and he likes it. He likes playing with the buckle a lot. And yeah, I didn't realize this, but she took learnings from what he was doing on the busy board about like his fine motor skills. He was able to zip the zipper up and down and he was able to move this around. And, um, he tried to stack a tower and stack like three bricks, which is, I guess one level too low for what they thought he would be able to do, but they didn't really put a lot of work into it. So they, it was just like a side note. It's, it was just interesting to see all the learnings that she was like, I don't know. I I take it as like you and I talk about our kids all the time. We live with our kids. We learn from our kids. We learn about our kids, but we're learning as we're going on to get an academic view of children was so different and refreshing and interesting to me. Like uh, the number one thing, obviously the number one thing I'm excited about is getting Ben back up to, you know, getting Ben talking and hearing him talk and stuff like that. The the second thing, and it's a close second. I'm so interested to watch her work from like just an academic standpoint of like, how do professionals work with kids? Right. Even Katie. That'll be really cool. Katie's a kindergarten teacher. I got to like listen to her teach over zoom for like a year and a half. Right. Yeah. And it was interesting then. And now to even go lower and see like now 18 months old, not just five year olds, but 18 months old. What do we do then? Like, Katie's teaching people how to read and like that makes sense logically to me. Like, Hey, right. how to teach people how to read now. Like you're teaching a child how to talk like that's you're right. But not just a child. You're teaching a one and a half year old. Yeah. Like... A, t- a baby <laughs> basic, you know, you're teaching a baby how to talk like this is nuts. Uh, yeah. So I'm super, I'm very, very interested in watching that process and understanding that process and like just taking some learnings away and being like, Hey, this is, yeah. so I'm, it's a cool process. I will, you know, full disclosure, we talked about this a little bit, but like it was a little bit jarring to hear them say like these are special education services and these are, you know, he's X amount delayed and things like that. And it's just a stigma really what it comes down to. Like, right. We're not worried about Ben. We're not at all worried that like, he's not going to catch up. We're not worried about anything like that. We would just like, like to keep him on track and we have free services available for him. So we get to just use them, which is pretty neat. Yeah awesome well keep us updated I will. like it'll be very interesting as you start on like hey here's what we learned here's what we're doing so yeah i'll do regular check-ins i'll see like maybe they're gonna give us a bunch of exercise and be like hey you know be you gotta do these exercises this week you know and stuff like that right so it'll be it'll be interesting and i'll i'll give you updates when when ben starts speaking in full sentences and speaking latin then we'll know that it's worked yeah. perfect all right we look forward to it <laughs> nomine patriot feely you know yeah what you said you nailed it it's an old it's a that was an old catholic trick for you uh joe that's Vinny vidi vici sure sure yeah 
You know, nailed that one. Uh, gosh, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. It's been too long. It's been too long. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to us. Uh, we love you all so much, and we appreciate everything you guys do to uh, get us heard, you know? So, you know, what really helps us out with that is subscribing, rating, liking, commenting. Please. That helps us. Please. 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 Go leave us a rating on iTunes. Somebody. Please, anybody. Just just <laughs> go do it right now. I'm, I've resorted to begging. See what you've done to me? I've resorted to begging. Uh, yes. Uh, and thank you so much to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. Uh, go check them out and some of their other shows that they got going on. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, and there's some great content. So thank you to them out there as well. And hey, go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, and then you can listen to this episode right at 6 a.m. Right, Joe? Right at 6 a.m. Right at 6 a.m. Yes, because he gets it out on time. You can listen to right at 6 a.m. on Facebook, which is pretty neat. Uh, I'm sure you could also listen to it. I say this every time. You could probably also listen to it anywhere else right at 6 a.m. when it's released. You can. But, but Facebook makes a post, and it'll be right at the top of your feed. So if you're on Facebook at 6 a.m., look for us. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, this has been a, a fun episode, um, and uh, hopefully you guys have been liking some of the interviews we've been doing. Uh, we're looking to do more and more of those. So we've done a few in the last couple of months. We're looking to do a few more uh, here in the next few months as well. So hopefully you guys like those too. So. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back for Dad Talks uh, on Friday, so we'll see you then. For both of us, I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongue twice before you use it. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.